Welcome or welcome back to episode five of Lift You Up, Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, and I am really excited to introduce you to today's guest. But you know the drill. Before I do, I'm going to ask you to go on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. It's TB Media Group or connect with me on LinkedIn at Tamika Bickham. I'd also ask you to, uh, you know, give me a follow on Instagram at Tamika Bickham TV. I'd love to connect with you there. But on today's episode, you're going to meet Dr. John Lewis. I mean, I have to be honest, this is one of the most intelligent people I've had the opportunity to interview on this show or just speak with in general. And he is the definition of someone who truly practices what he preaches. He has lived his whole life or at least half of his life, deeply invested in learning, growing, and researching nutrition and dietary supplements. He's developed a dietary supplement that he believes truly helps the body repair itself. I'm excited for you to learn more. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Right now, you're the founder, and Chief Science Officer, I love that title, of Nourish Me, Inc. You are a past full-time associate professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine, and you remain a voluntary associate professor there. What else do you have under your, (laughs) on the resume there? I mean, that's that's impressive alone. Um, So why don't we just go back to the beginning and, and, understand your interest in health and how you ended up on this path i had no appreciation for what the phrase food is medicine meant i mean i if you had asked me what that meant as a kid i wouldn't have even had a clue i was reared by very typical southerners who basically ate beef at every meal ate a lot of dairy quite a bit of fried food processed food sugary food the typical standard American diet, you know, these were people that didn't have any training about nutrition. They just simply ate to, to you know, enjoy a meal. They didn't, they didn't care about eating for health. What getting sick did for me was it caused me to reevaluate food primarily going from, you know, typical Southern diet um, to thinking, well, wait a minute, is this really good for me? And uh, is is eating this way going to keep me healthy for the rest of my life? I mean, obviously I, at a very young age, I I was not well. I mean, even, and even way before that, like I was sick a lot as a kid, I had lots of throat infections and um, you know, these periodic, whether it was tonsillitis or strep throat that hit me quite regularly as a child and as a teenager which then led me up to having, you know, this chronic fatigue syndrome at the age of, uh, how old was I? 20, 26. Like everything you're saying to me right now, it's so funny because I would probably get strep throat or tonsillitis growing up once a quarter, at least. 
at least to the point that I went to yeah. an ear, nose, throat, like always getting sick, um, even into my 20s very regularly. And I'm like, why am I constantly getting this? And, you know, I w got into bodybuilding, eating a lot of meat. To me, I felt like I was eating very clean and very healthy. Um, a lot right. of meat, but I was probably having like a pound and a half of meat a day. I mean, I was having chicken and turkey and fish and the whole thing and veggies um, and low carbohydrates and red meat as well. And it wasn't until I got sick um, that I realized I should take a look at what I'm eating. And actually that was a year ago, last January, and I haven't eaten any meat since. <laughs> and I think that's important to know about you too. I mean, even just knowing that you've been a plant-based eater for 20 something years. I mean, and you can look at you and see, I mean, everything from your skin <laughs> to how healthy and in shape you are. Like, you know, you're not just selling something, you're living it. You have to practice what you preach. Um, and even if you're preaching something and you're on a journey and you're not there yet, I think that's okay, but acknowledge it and recognize right. that. Um, because people want right. to be along for that journey too. All through childhood and not, uh through high school, I, you know, played sports and, and then later got into uh, drug-free competitive bodybuilding. So I've been somebody who has had a very strong interest in moving, uh, basically from again, very, very uh, young in life. I will admit that I don't really play sports anymore. I did suffer an injury or two along the way of my uh, sports playing journey. So at some point in my, um, I don't know, earlier mid twenties, I decided that it was more important for me to be fit rather than, you know, play a pickup game of basketball with my buddies. So I enjoy lifting and sprinting and, and, uh, those are the two primary things that I do. But, uh, <clears throat> as I got into graduate school and started learning about physiology and how the body works and again, trying to be a competitive bodybuilder at that time, I got really interested in I guess you could say nutrition for performance. I gained like 60 pounds in a little under two years uh, when I first started lifting. Of course, I was at the peak of my natural testosterone production at that time too, but I gained weight like just easily almost. So my body responded to it. I loved it. It made me feel great both physically and emotionally and psychologically. And and I've been doing it ever since for, you know, 30 years now. So I guess I would encourage anyone to, you know, consider weight training as a part of their active, uh, as a part of their almost daily routine. Every organ system gets benefit from, from strength training. As I started <clears throat> getting over my, I guess, my uh, bodybuilding fascination there for several years, and then I started thinking about, okay, well, nutrition for health, and that really was stimulated uh, for several reasons. One, just because I started expanding my view of nutrition beyond just performance, but also for health. A fellow by the name of Robert Cohen, uh, used, and he actually still has his website, it's called notmilk.com. And as a Southerner growing up drinking milk and eating cheese and ice cream and all this other stuff, yogurt, uh, that, wow, that was a big eye opener for me. I mean, I started reading all these articles that Robert had summarized on his website, published scientific articles about the, the problems and the dangers associated with drinking um, cow's breast fluid. And it really opened my eyes. I mean, that was really, for me, a major turning point in 
my view of nutrition. A year or two later, I got pretty ill for several years. I had an autoimmune issue that caused me to be incredibly fatigued and had a lot of other really strange symptoms that nobody could really figure out for me. And basically at the end of the day, after visiting, I don't know, several dozen uh, physicians all over South Florida and even a couple in the Southeast, nobody could give me any answers. They tested me for all these different diseases and disorders. Every test came back normal or negative and they basically threw up their hands and many of them told me, oh, you're just stressed out, you need a vacation. So, you know, it left me to also not only open my eyes about just entire, you know, every single thing that I was eating, but also the entire medical system. We spend 80 cents or so of every dollar, which is now, by the way, up to $3.7 trillion per year on this, what we call healthcare system, that's a chronic disease management system. So 80% of that is on chronic diseases that we could, for the most part, prevent if people ate better and exercise. Just those two behaviors alone. I've been in that position myself where I started looking at things like none of this makes sense. And when you realize how many things are preventable, because I went through a similar situation where granted there was a lot of stress, a lot of personal and professional uh, stressors going on in my life. Um, but I had spent several years being a very heavy um, meat eater. Um, you know, I had maybe cut back on the dairy, but just not eating quite as healthy as I should, um, but probably just way too much on the meat. And then out of nowhere, I started getting painful rashes all over my body. Um, and I mean, the, the muscle pain, it was like the worst Charlie horse I ever had. And then this rash that popped up and I couldn't move my arm. I was in extreme pain. Um, my hair started falling out. I started having pain in my eyes. I had joint pain to at, at one point months later, after the first time I saw a rash, I literally couldn't walk for like three days at a time because the pain in my knee was so bad. And I'm like 30 years old at the time. And I'm like, you know, I'm still exercising regularly. I'm a healthy person. And it just, just happened out of nowhere. I saw eight different doctors, you know, they're all telling me different things. And the answer was, we'll take this, what was it? A uh, methylprednisone for five days. Um, Cause you're having autoimmune responses. We can't find you testing positive for any sort of thing right now, but take this. And I did, and I felt awful. And I said, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go in search of my own answers. And I think a lot of people do find themselves in that position. And that's when I just started reading and researching and really everything led me to plant-based eating. Um, so yes. I know there's probably a lot more to it than just that but that was one of the things that i said well hey this isn't my control this is a change that i could make immediately um and what do i have to lose you know you and i are walking a similar path in life uh, i had all kinds of weird symptoms as well and as i was going you know over this about a four-year period of time of you know still sort of locked into the conventional perspective because that's what we all do you know it's almost like yeah. religion if you're born into religion you just kind of follow it. You don't really question it too much until something happens. And then you say, wait a minute, does this make sense? Or is this logical? Or is this really what I should do? Medications aren't doing anything. All they're going to do is mask a symptom. Right. And if anything, it cause more symptoms because the more medications you dump on someone, someone's physiology, 
the more polypharmacy occurs and then the sicker someone gets over time. And then they're de dependent on treating all these symptoms after symptoms after symptoms. So I vociferously chose not to go that route. Um, and what I ended up doing was a complete reevaluation of how I eat and I became plant-based and now I'm going into my roughly 24th year. I think without question, the change in diet, one that made the biggest difference overall and the one that I've, uh, you know, attribute to. And, you know, again, it, it really affected a lot of things in my life, not only from helping me personally heal, but also sort of shaping how I chose to pursue uh, a, a pretty long 20 or so odd year career in academics, uh, conducting clinical trials in nutrition and dietary supplementation and exercise. I would rank nutrition far and away the number one behavior that anyone can change. Uh, exercise is number two. And fortunately for me, and sounds like for you too, we both had these health challenges at much earlier age in life, which I guess in some ways, maybe that was a gift because it, it taught both of us to appreciate and evaluate and change. A lot of people accept that aging is inevitable with disease, and that doesn't necessarily have to be true. There are lots of examples of people out there living very vibrant lives all the way into their 80s and 90s. And, and a lot of those people are doing that because they eat well and they exercise. And the biggest myth that the average person has today is that he or she has to eat animals to be healthy. That could not be farther from the truth. What is the ramification of eating all those high levels of protein and fat over a long period of time? To me, that's the question that has not been answered. And it also doesn't answer the question of all this other contamination that is in animal tissue. I mean, it's not, you're not just eating protein and fat from an animal source. You're getting all that contamination that these poor animals are loaded up with when they're fed all this outrageous food and all these drugs that they're given. To me, there are lots of issues. And that, by the way, that doesn't even count the issue of what happens when you cook that meat. I mean, when you cook meat, you're also changing things in a way that become uh, these chemicals become carcinogenic. They become far worse for you than they would be if you had eaten that meat raw. You absolutely practice what you preach. Um, when I first went plant-based, I mean, <laughs> I went hardcore the first six months and went totally raw and just like, to yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe like 25% of my diet, I was having some beans. Um, and sure. I mean, I saw ma I mean, major differences in my skin, weight loss, everything. And I will say it was hard for me to keep up with that. Do you have any tips for anyone who's just starting out and like, how do I make such a change? I know I want to for my health. Um, what would you say to that person? People probably want to do baby steps. I think trying to like <laughs> radically replace, you know, especially if you are pretty omnivorous, going from omnivorous to totally plant-based all in like, you know, just the snap of a finger for probably most people. I, I would appreciate the motivation and the interest in, in attempting to do that, but I think it's not realistic. So I think a lot of people probably ought to step it. In other words, try to eliminate one animal food at a time. So for me, the first one was more or less beef, but the next one for me after that was dairy. And once I cut the dairy out, I noticed a huge difference in the way my gut changed. I mean, it just was like night and day difference. 
so I kept doing sort of that staged approach like every, and I didn't really put any like artificial um, constraints on myself. I just allowed my body to sort of tell me when I was ready to cut out the next thing. So I allowed myself over about a six month period to say, okay, at the end, that's it. And I think the very last thing I cut out was fish. One of the easiest things I think we can do is uh, to make a smoothie every day, make a homemade smoothie. I've been blending even before going plant-based, I started blending. So I'm now into about 30 years of blending. Actually, you can go to the drjohnlewis.com website. I have the, uh, the recipe on there. I have videos of me blending a smoothie. But I think blending is a way to get a lot of nutrition in a, uh, um, a very simple meal, a quick meal, an easy to fix meal. So John, I wanted to fast forward ahead. I know we talked a lot about um, your past and you know your journey through life um, and learn a little bit more about what you're doing now with Nourish Me. Can you tell me more about that? Sure, sure I'd be happy to. So <clears throat> this uh, company had been uh, an idea of mine for a long time and I was trying to do that while maintaining uh, my full-time, double full-time job at the university, and it just was too challenging. About three years ago, it's actually coming up on the third year anniversary, I left the university full-time. I still have a, a faculty position there. It's voluntary, but, you know, I keep I keep that affiliation. I'm still publishing, still uh, working with a few students. So I could not really fulfill my dream, which was to start a dietary supplement company based on my research and continue working in a very demanding job at the same time. So as we say, I, I took a leap and uh, I, I dove in. I didn't jump feet first, I dove in, working with uh, David Perez and, and Dr. Michael Hager, my two primary partners. Uh, we've been working very hard at trying to make this company a success. We started from the ground floor. So, and especially in the dietary supplement world, you have lots of regulatory and legal issues. Most people are dealing with whatever, some form of heart disease, diabetes, uh, hypertension, rheumatoid arthritis, depression, all the list just goes on and on. And so for those people, they're maybe looking for alternatives, looking for something beyond what conventional medicine is offering them. We have to be very careful about making sure we don't paint a picture to those folks that we are in the business of treating disease. This is giving the body literally thousands of different nutrients, phytonutrients, elements, uh, compounds that unfortunately are not common in the daily diet for most people. So when you concentrate all of those different compounds into one product like we have, and you give that to the body, especially for someone who has a really serious health challenge, Basically, what you're doing is allowing the body to heal itself. Again, this is not treating disease. This is all about giving the body the nutrients and the phytonutrients and all these other elements that it needs to heal itself. That's sort of the end result, you might say, of, of Nourish Me. And so we've really focused on to start three particular areas, brain health, immune health, uh, and inflammation. Big Pharma tries to treat a symptom of a disease with one specific chemical. And so when you do, unfortunately, the body responds to that in a way where, yeah, maybe that symptom gets addressed, but now because you're turning on or turning off enzymes or other metabolic pathways, now you have all of these other side effects. I like to say, whereas drugs alter our physiology, nutrition enables our physiology. So we only did one study with Alzheimer's patients. 
but we've published three papers out of that one study. Got so we it. had the first paper published in 2013, and that's where we showed the changes in cognitive functioning, inflammation, and immune function. The second paper published in 2017, and then the third paper has been, has been accepted for publication. It will be published sometime this year. So based on all on that research and those papers, you developed what we currently have, um, which are the products um, in Nourish Me, the Cogni Nourish, and I know you have a couple of different other products. So tell me who, based on all of that, um, who is this product right for and how is it helping those people? Great question. So Cogni Nourish, uh, again, you know, without getting into any regulatory legal uh, wording here, I would say that anybody who has either a loved one that already has an existing uh, dementia issue, and actually you could extend this to neurodegenerative disorders in general. I tell these people, you know, look, nutrition is not about just one organ or another. It's about a holistic, you know, from head to toe, you give your body the nutrients it needs to function properly and, and you take care of it. And as we say, it will take care of you. So quite frankly, you know, I could extend the answer to just say, well, it really is good for everybody. I mean, and, and that doesn't mean to say that everybody's going to have the same response. You might it's not. It's kind of just based on where you're at because you're giving the body what it needs to repair itself based on how you live and operate in your life. Am I getting that right? That's right, exactly. Okay. We call it just giving the body fundamentally what it needs to repair itself. So for example, my mother who has had a chronic knee issue for about as long as the, at the point when I met Dr. Reg and he started explaining to me how beneficial these polysaccharides are, I'll just give you a quick little anecdote about mom. Mom's had this chronic knee issue and it's not perfect by any means. I mean, she still has some days where it feels worse than others, but 15 years ago, an orthopedist told her, oh, well, probably in a year or two, you'll need a knee replacement. So I asked Dr. Reg, I said, what do you think, how to, what's your experience or what do you think would the polysaccharides do for mom's knee condition? And he said, well, we've had lots of issues with people with various, uh, you know, chronic pain, degenerative arthritis, et cetera, and we put them on the polysaccharides and then they end up feeling fine. Well, guess what? Here we are 15 years later, mom's never had a knee replacement. When you give the body exactly what it needs to heal itself, it can do that. You're engaging the body's physiology to perform properly. You're giving it you, the raw material that it needs to perform properly. Right. You mentioned earlier uh, that this has been a dream of yours is to develop, to develop this based on your research. Why has this project been so important to you and why was this your dream? Great question. I, I think it's a multifactorial answer. Um, the first one, just kind of to kind of get the nuts and bolts out of the way is the fact that, quite frankly, I was getting very burned out on the academic world. I just didn't feel like that was what I wanted to do with the rest of my career, whether that's for, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 more years, who knows, but hey, there are other things to do in life. And then this Alzheimer's study, Tamika, I mean, it was just so profound to me. I mean, I, I told you about the results that we showed statistically, but on a personal human note, I had caregivers calling me during the study, literally crying to me like a baby, Dr. Lewis, I cannot believe what my loved one is doing. You know, how that loved one was behaving again. It just, it really moved me. I mean, it was, 
again, as a scientist, you look at the data and you say, wow, my God, this is amazing. But then, okay, that's great. I mean, how many, you know, how many people out there do science and they never have that experience? Combining all these things as my own focus and interest in, in health and, and being healthy and trying to be, you know, somebody helpful to other people, if not being a model to other people. And then combining that with my own research, you know, what I had actually as a professional, I just thought a dietary supplement company, among other things, would be one of the best ways to help bring this message to the world. And hopefully people would look at me and hear me and say, wow, this guy is legit. We have to get back to health. And, and I'm a big believer in part of that has to be dietary supplementation. I mean, I also say you cannot supplement your way to health. But on the other hand, you can eat the most perfect diet. And I still believe there are very good arguments why dietary supplementation is important. And, and I take what we sell. I mean, I, I would be a total hypocrite. I, I take this stuff. I mean, I firmly believe uh, in these nutrients and phytonutrients value to keeping me healthy, keeping me look and feel the way I do. And, you know, people come up to me and they say, wow, you know, you look great. You look this, you look that. What are you doing? Like, how do you, you know, how do you maintain your health? How do you maintain your looks? And so I feel like dietary supplements are a very important part of that. And just because of the, the work that I've done and the scientific credibility that I have, I thought it would be a great opportunity to, to make this company happen. Nutrition and, and dietary supplementation is, has been such a huge part of my life. Yeah, it's been at the core of who you are and how you operate. So it, yeah. I, I would call it a slow evolving dream that, mm -hmm. that I decided a few years ago, I got to do this and I got to try it. And even if I fail, at least I try. And that to me is important as anything. Like I remember that quote about uh, that Michael Jordan said, he always wanted to take the game winning shot because he would rather try than not something along those right. lines. And I kind of felt the same about this. I could have continued it. I could have stayed there. I could have played it safe, but I would have always asked myself later at, you know, my deathbed, well, what if, and I didn't want to have that kind of what if on my deathbed, I really wanted to, to give this a shot. And that's why I love that you're here because I think for me, this is what this show is about is having people who have those stories, right? Like who, who took the shot, who went for it, right? We're, we're, you know, I think just that alone is going to inspire people because so many people play it safe and you could have continued to do that, but you went for a dream and something you truly believe in and you have the data to back up as well. Um, one other question I do want to ask based on a, a comment you made a little bit earlier, um, just about the research not being there specifically at University of Miami for nutrition and dietary supplements. Do you think that that is uh, just true kind of across the board as far as where we are you know, with the healthcare system, big pharma as a country, there's just really not the research behind nutrition and dietary supplements. No question about it. If you're not doing um, either pharmaceutical or genetics research, you, you really are going against the grain because those are the things, for example, that NIH wants to fund. NIH is almost completely dominated by pharmaceutical and genetics research. So Again, I was very much a black sheep. I mean, I'm, I'm just calling a spade a spade for as how I see it. Doing nutrition and particularly dietary supplement research, people looked at me like, well, you know, what is this? Like, it's so alternative. Oh, it's so different. Like, <laughs> why aren't you studying drugs? You know, like, you know, it's just, it didn't, re it doesn't resonate with the typical um, 
physician. And, and you know, again, the, the medical education training is dominated by big pharma's uh, funding. I mean, they, they, they pay for and fund a lot of the medical school training. So clearly it's a very pharmaceutical uh, oriented system. And I, I don't, you know, just between my own experiences and, and talking with other like-minded people such as yourself, I, I don't know any other way we break out of it other than just continuing to spread the word. You know, grassroots is always the way things have changed. I feel like enough people are now starting to recognize the fact that, hey, drugs are not the answer. And the more and more drugs you take, the more and more symptoms you get. My grandmother, my father's mother died. She was, her little brown bag had 18 medications in it. Now to me, that's either ignorance at worst between all these different physicians she was going to, <laughs> or it's medical malpractice at best. You know, I mean, that's, right. that's wrong. Like my grandmother should not have died taking 18 medications. I'm sorry, that's just, that's outrageous. And I tried to help her as much as I could from a distance. She was in Tennessee, but I, you know, I was limited in terms of how much I could really affect her on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I just, she was very old school and thought anybody with doctor in front of their name with a white lab coat you know, they were like next to God. I mean, they were literally like deities to her. So anything they gave her uh, that was on a prescription pad, she took it and she didn't question it. I think enough people are, are getting awareness to that point where it all has to come back. You know, it all, it, it has to come back to food. It, it's a very simple approach. Unfortunately, I guess people are confused about you know, what healthy eating is. People also need to understand that they shouldn't give their power away. Like keep your power, like your body is yours. We have one life, take advantage of it, take care of it, take care of it so it will take care of you later in life and, you know, value it. I mean, respect it, treat it like you would. It's, isn't it ironic that you see so many people like taking care of their home or their car more so than they take care of themselves. <laughs> they have no appreciation for caring for this thing that is you, that is your vehicle. Uh, I just, I don't know, to me, it's, it's sad, really. It's, it's unfortunate that we've become this as a society, but I think, again, this is all about awareness and helping people understand that it's not difficult. Healthy and happy is always what I'm talking about here on this show. And we definitely appreciate you for leading that grassroots effort and the awareness as far as nutrition and health and dietary supplements goes. So I want to ask you, how can people connect with you, learn more about you or nourish me? Let them know so we can be sure to put all of those links in the show notes below. Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure. So uh, our website is www nourish without the o n u r i s h dot me m e and my email address is john at nourish dot me so that's the that's the easiest way to get in touch with me john once you go to our website our products are cogni nourish and Cumin. we have a store on amazon as well so for the folks who have prime membership you get obviously the free shipping uh and it really you know for us it really doesn't matter one way or another whether you want to purchase on amazon or our website it's all the same you can send me an email, john at nourish.me. I'll be happy to answer any questions, happy to, you know, correspond with anyone who, who has an interest in, in talking about nutrition, dietary supplements, Nourish Me's products, anything I can do to help, uh, I'd be happy to do that. 
No, I'm sure everyone appreciates that. I really appreciate that because you were definitely um, a wealth of knowledge on the topic and it would definitely come to you before I would anybody else as far as nutrition. And I fully believe in what you were talking about as far as our bodies have the power to heal themselves. We just have to give them some time the tools to be able to do that. So I love that. So I'll be sure to make sure everyone knows how to get in touch with you as well as find out more about your company. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I really enjoy conversations around nutrition, around dietary supplements, just around natural ways of healing the body because I do believe drugs are not always the answer. And I had a personal experience with that as well, which is why I just loved this conversation so much. And I really appreciate Dr. John Lewis's expertise in this area. So make sure you connect with him, learn more about him below in the show notes. And I also wanna know what you think. Let me know what you think of this episode, this show, connect with us on YouTube, at TB Media Group or give me a, a follow on my Instagram at Tamika Bickham TV and connect with me on LinkedIn. My name again is Tamika Bickham. Let me know what you think. Leave us a review. And as always, we are everywhere you listen to podcasts. Until next time, and thank you for listening to episode five. <laughs>